Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HGC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Jamie Mulvaney. Well, we've made it. We've made it to the end of Acts. Congratulations. Uh, It's been a fun experiment. HTC Daily with its catchy subheading of speaking to God in prayer and hearing from God in the Bible. Someone should write a jingle for that. And a few verses at a time with so much richness to mine. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of repetition in Acts, isn't there? And often I sort of scratch my head at at the beginning of, of, of looking at the verses in front of me and thinking, what on earth do I say about this? And then at the same time, it's, it's, it's this sweeping, rollicking narrative that is good to read in one go. And it seems uh, only appropriate that Acts pretty much ends with a shipwreck. And uh, then when you think about it, uh, the ending, uh, the final act of Acts, if you like, it's, it's slightly unsatisfying. It's a bit of a cliffhanger. We don't quite get to the end of the story. What's going to happen to Paul? It's like investing in a Netflix series over a series of months. Uh, I'm not about to give away any spoilers, uh, but I'm told what happens when you watch The Sopranos, uh, not knowing what happens at the end. Has it been worth it? Well, I don't know about you, uh, but I'm really glad that we gave this a go. And even though we, we end with a narrative seemingly unfinished, these final verses contain a lot for us in summing up Acts and thinking about what might be next for us. We have Paul in Rome, and Paul, he, he speaks with such conviction about this Holy Spirit that has been so present and active with him. And he also speaks about the Holy Spirit working through the prophet Isaiah. And he quotes Isaiah, uh, go to this people and say, you will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts and turn and I would heal them. He's quoting when when Isaiah is called in Isaiah chapter 6. And normally when we uh, read this dramatic calling, uh, we end just before these few verses. Uh, But Isaiah's calling is accompanied uh, with the warning that people will not receive the good news. And it's sort of odd that we never look at these verses because they are quoted in each and every of the Gospels. And what it points to is, is what Paul says in verse 28. Therefore, I want you to know that God's salvation has been sent to the Gentiles and they will listen. We've seen so much of Isaiah's influence on Paul in in the book of Acts. And we all read Paul's letter to Romans in chapter 11, Paul writing about those who are not from Israel, that they will wake up those who are in Israel to, to knowing Jesus. At Christmas, we see that the light to lighten the Gentiles must also be the glory of thy people Israel. Jesus, he he must be the glory of us all. Because the the good news of the gospel is for all people, everywhere, with no exceptions. And that's why over Christmas, we are running 19 
thousand services. Uh, it's for anyone and everyone. And, and at the heart of this message is God's salvation, God's saving plan for, for Jew and Gentile alike. It's for slave, it's for free, it's for Greek, it's for Jew, it's for black, it's for white, it's for woman, it's for man, it's for left wing, it's for right wing, it's for thin, it's for not so thin, it's for cool, not so cool, it's for old, for young, it's for rich and for poor. And, and that's why in verse 30, Paul, he, he welcomed all who came to see him. And that's what we're doing over Christmas as ever. And it's this message, it's this message of the gospel, which is, is, is one of the key reasons Luke's account of Paul ends here in this odd place. Because Acts is not really about Paul. The, the official title of the book of Acts might be the, the Acts of the Apostles, but it's, it's not really about the apostles. Paul is, is not the hero of this story. He is as imperfect as you and me. It's really about the acts of Jesus. This is the God who acts. He, he acted then and he acts now. And he wants to be active and present in your life and my life. And just as, as he showed up and encountered Saul and totally turned Saul's life around, Jesus, he wants to do the same with you and me. And just as, as Acts begins and ends with Jesus, he is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the source of the narrative. He is the goal of the narrative. Although we obviously can't add to the Bible, we, we are part of this same story. We're part of the, the same story as Paul and the apostles. And we have what they have. Actually, we, we have more than they have because, yes, we too have the spirit of Jesus keeping us company, shaping us, leading us, guiding us, flowing through us. We also have the, the whole canon of scripture. And we at HDC, we want to revere both God's spirit and his word in, in ever increasing measure. It's interesting that uh, Luke ends Acts with Paul in verse 31, proclaiming the kingdom of God and, and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a rare time that, that Luke refers to Jesus in this way, but it's all about the, the lordship and the kingship of Jesus. And to a Roman world that uh, would have understood the lordship and kingship of Caesar, uh, the man Caesar with whom Paul come face to face, Paul, he knows another king. The, the real king of kings, the real lord of lords. And Paul teaches about him with all boldness and without hindrance. And although Paul has faced and will face so much opposition, and, and we will too, and, and we're reminded at Christmas that Herod, he wasn't particularly thrilled with rumours of a newborn king. We do not live by rumours. We live with good news of great joy for all the people. Acts began with Jesus speaking about the kingdom of God and, and saying, when you receive my Holy Spirit, you'll be my witnesses. And Acts ends with Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, witnessing to and speaking of the kingdom of God. And that's what we're going to pick up uh, in the new year when we look at Matthew, which is all about Jesus being the king right from his birth. And we would do well to live under Jesus' lordship and kingship this Christmas. I mentioned before uh, what Paul quotes from Isaiah, and it's the bulk of this passage that I've been given to speak on. And, and, and I mentioned that it's from when Isaiah is called, and it's, it's the year that King Uzziah died. And Isaiah, he is, he is confronted uh, with another king, and he is overwhelmed with the Lord. And Isaiah, he is saved and he is called into action in one fell swoop. And it's the same experience for Paul. 
And as we head into Christmas, at a time of, of global upheaval, Christmas is the, the good news of the real king returning to take his rightful place. And if you come face to face with who Jesus is and with what he has done for you, you will also see him handing to you the baton from, from saints before, all the way back to, to Peter and Paul. And that's why the narrative of Acts both seems unfinished. And, and here in these verses, the, the, the focus is salvation and kingship. Because the book of Acts, this story is ours. Uh, this journey is ours. The, the trials, the vindications, the battles and the blessings, they're all ours. The saving grace of the Saviour Jesus Christ is ours and the, the sovereign presence of King Jesus is ours by his Holy Spirit. And it's in his name and in his presence we speak and we pray and we live and we move and have our being. Amen. Thank you, Jamie. Today we prayed using Ephesians chapter 1, thanking God for all he has done for us and thanking God for each other. We then... Um, prayed to the God who acts today as he acted in the book of Acts. We prayed to know more of God's saving grace and sovereign presence in our lives, in our church and in our world. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.